Welcome to the Wilco United Podcast, a video conversation for Gen Z. In each episode, we will unpack a kingdom truth, challenge a cultural lie, and give practical wisdom for following Jesus in your generation. All right, this is season two. It's about being all in because following Jesus is an all in reality. As Gen Zers, you all have unique challenges you have to overcome in order to follow Jesus in today's world. This whole series is designed full of conversations to help you identify some of those challenges and give you practical tools to overcome them. My name's Adam Narciso, and I'm here with my friends Daniel McLeod hey. and Ashley Butterfield. What's up? And today, this conversation, we're talking about breaking through the Finsta life. Mm. Okay, what do we mean by that? It's the temptation a lot of young Christians fall into of having divided lives. One life at home, one life at school, one life for church. It's, it's like fake Insta spirituality. Right? Yeah. And the person who doesn't break through the Finsta life will never go all in with Jesus. It's true. I want to hear from you. Where in life, where, how do we feel the pressures of the divided life? What has this been like in your story as you felt it, as you've brushed up against it? You want to go first? You go. Okay, so for me, I grew up a pastor's kid. PK. Um, my parents have a church in Nashville. They've been doing it for 28 years. Anyways, grew up just right in the heart of um, seeing inner city work and then church yeah. and church life. And I grew up in a public school. My, I was, uh, yeah, I went to public school all but one year. And, um, you know, I, I got saved when I was four. And then I would say when I was about 12, um, I just, I, I definitely was lukewarm and was definitely living a finsta life mm-hmm. where, you know, I would, everyone at church would think, oh my goodness, Daniel, he's amazing. Like we, the pastor's kid, he's so sweet. And then, you know, reality, eighth grade, I mean, I was just like bullying kids, you know, being super rude. Um, Did some of the, like, every, I never, I never got into fights, but every uh, last period of eighth grade, we get all the guys to fight every day, like, was hopping in uh, gangsters' cars, like, driving to practice, soccer practice, like, just living two different lives wow, yeah. and, um, and it was totally, totally, I definitely was, but I still was perceived as I loved God, you know, and even at school too, mm-hmm. like, <laughs> so it was, de- I was definitely, um, living in that. And, um, I really saw an example in high school from a guy who was older than me and, um, still was, uh, had desires of the world where, I wanted to be popular and wanted girls to like me. And, um, but this one guy, he just loved me like Jesus and drove me to practice. Um, and then also drove me to his church, but he was just a popular guy. So I really looked up to him a lot. And, um, for, yeah, I would say that I even for at least a year there was friends with him for the wrong reasons of just wanting to be with someone who's popular and would accept me. Um, but when he graduated, it really hit me, the impact he made on my life. And I mean, I go, man, I just want to live like him. Mm. And that's all I could think. Then I realized after thinking about like, okay, how am I going to live like him? How can I do this? How can I have his charisma or what, you know, whatnot? I realized, no, like the reason I want to live like him is because he lived like Jesus. Yeah. And um, that's when I went all in. Huge. So we talk about the fence to life. It, it is a divided life. Like for you, there's a part of you that wanted life with God. And so- yeah. 
you know, and the problem is we know how to behave in church, right? Yeah. And then there's this other part of you, as you said, it's like you just wanted worldly things. Yeah. And so you went after that. And so depending on what environment you were in, that determined how you behaved. For sure. That's the divided life. Yeah. Like what, do, what drives that in people? Why is that so compelling? Why is this so prevalent? So many people live in fence to spirituality, especially young people. Why? Mm. Acceptance. Yeah. That's what it was for me. I want to be accepted everywhere. I want to be liked everywhere. Didn't want to be hated by anybody. Mm. Um, wanted to um, just be cool with everyone, you know. And um, it's actually a real neutral mentality, um, which is like, which is like, you know, no place you want to, um, like if you're standing for good or you're standing for evil, you definitely don't want to be neutral um, because you're not actually standing for good. Yeah. Right. That's kind of where I was. Mm. I, I feel like a lot of it is fear of man, but also like just not knowing your identity in general. Yeah, and I think sure. we talked about this on the last season, but we talked about like a chameleon Christian who kind of morphs because they, they don't even know who they are and they just want to feel acceptance. Like they want to feel like they have value and worth. So they're going to do whatever they can around whoever they're with to get that. And it's just like deception from the enemy to keep you from becoming who God created you to be. And like, we just don't even realize it until we realize it. Yeah. I remember for me, um, my biggest time of this was actually my freshman year of college because it was my first time like outside of the home. Um, And just like, I was actually at a Christian school, but for the first time I was surrounded with so many people who said they were Christians who were living lukewarm. And so then it was like, oh, maybe the way I was doing it wasn't actually right. Like, cause in in high school, I, I was that Christian girl. I didn't party. I never got invited to parties. Like I did my best to do what the Bible told me to do as well as a high schooler knows how. But when I got to college, it's just so funny because I was like, oh, well, they're all doing fine and they're living like the world. And I didn't realize like I became the most depressed, the most anxious, the most like, I mean, it was terrible. And it's funny when I look at it in that season of life, because my Instagram doesn't even show an ounce of struggle. And yet like all the pictures I posted and like, that is such a perfect depiction of what real life actually is, is like, that was actually one of the hardest years of my life. I went through more trials than I ever have before. But your Instagram was lit. And yeah, and it looks so good. And so like from the outside, (laughs) the same way I was believing in other people who are Christian and like living like the world, I was like, I'm believing that lie and I'm putting that same lie out there for everyone else, you know? It's so crazy. So it's almost like social media sets us up to live these divided lives, right? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. and so the whole world's doing it on some level, right? Yeah. You know, the whole world's living divided on some level. We bring that divided kind of lifestyle into Christ, into spirituality, and it just trains wreck, train wreck it, wrecks it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jesus said crazy things like, man, you can't love the world, right? Yeah. And be a lover of God. Yeah. And, and so, um, as we turn the corner here, we want to give practical tools for young people to like break out of the Finsta life. Like what did it look like for you and what practical things can we put in the hands and minds of young people that will help them break through? Mm. I say one of the biggest things is choose your friends wisely. Like you are who you hang out with. And if your people are influencing you away from the Lord, like check that. And Mm -hmm. I'm not saying reject them because that's, that's not the Lord, but you can love them from a distance and you can find good community. Who's going to push you forward because I know for me, I'm like my strongest, my best when I'm surrounded by great community. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's good. Uh, someone even recently quoted to me just this Sunday. They're like, man, you show me your five closest friends. I'll show you your future. Mm. In yeah. other words, like the it's people real. who you run closest with are the people you're going right. to become. Because like. that's yeah. what changed for me when I went to college. Like my friends, my fa- like I didn't have my family around having my back. My friends were all different. So I just followed, followed suit mm-hmm. and didn't have like yeah. firm foundation in my own walk with the Lord, which is also very essential. Have a firm foundation in your walk with the Lord. Yeah. All right, so you're saying find community, find some footing in your foundation, in your walk with God, but community is essential to that. Absolutely. What else? I think also be okay with not having friends for a season. Sure. Mm. Yeah, I'll say it. Unpack that, yeah, bro. Yeah, so <laughs> I mean, for me, um, my I, there was a season where I think I didn't have friends. I didn't have friends. That one friend loved me like Jesus for two years. He graduated. Then there was like uh, probably about a four month period where I didn't have any friends at all. Period. Which that can feel like so long. Yeah, four yeah. months, half a school year. Yeah, no. It, but my heart was on fire. Wow. I was just all in for Jesus. Just was seeking Him, and uh, something had shifted in my heart. And then um, I had a, a good friend that we became. Um, we grew up together, and then we. Um, rekindled a stronger friendship and then um we went into our junior year just all in on fire and uh really what we realized was we have to we got it we decided you know we want to see our school changed we started a bible study and we realized we have to be the same person on a wednesday night as we are friday night um whether it's at a, a football game or hanging out with friends yeah we realized that that's what it has to be because that was the problem before is like we didn't have the fullness of God in our lives and we didn't have the fullness of peace and the fullness of joy and all the, all the good things that God has to offer. You can't access it if you're living a fence to life. Right. If you're living a fake, um, uh, where you portray that you're doing good or, or you know the Lord, but, um, it's only until you jump head first that you get to actually experience the fullness of God. Yeah. I think what your your story highlights something important, and it's a trend I see with young people who actually break through the friends to life, is like people who get turned on, not just like to go all in for Jesus, but like usually that translates to they become people who want to be ambassadors. They want to mm-hmm. rep Christ totally. in their school and make yeah. an impact for him in their school. And, and when they cross that line, it's almost like, the shackles of the fence to life get broken off and they yeah. begin to run. Right. Yeah. yeah so that's it's, so true. It's, it's, it's changing from like, I just, just don't want to be influenced negatively by the world to no, I want to be mm-hmm. influenced. Yeah. Kingdom influence on earth. Right. I think it's like once you've tasted and seen how good God is by truly living with him, that's when you want to share it. It's almost yeah. like before you didn't actually have anything to share other than words from other people other pastors who have like spoken the truth to you until you've truly experienced that joy, that peace, that freedom by going all in. So can we say to young people, it's like, man, yes, look at the closest friends around you. If are they not pushing you into Christ? No, find community who is like, and look hard Yeah, on your school campus. Like, yeah, reach out to Wilco. We chat to Wilco. Right. Hey, <laughs> find a like if you don't find it in like the youth group at a church you're a part of, maybe find it in another youth group. Yeah, like, we're, we're even saying that like find people who want to run hard after God, right? Mm-hmm. And um and, and run with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it might take a while, so you have to be okay with being a, a little lonely for a minute. Yeah. 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 So maybe unpack that. Like we've all experienced loneliness. Yeah. And what does it look like for someone to walk through loneliness and still not live a divided, fenced to life? 
Yeah. Um, well, it's seeking the Lord daily and, um, and just being okay with saying, Lord, I trust you. That's the biggest thing that kept me through it mm-hmm. was I had encountered the, I hadn't encountered the fullness of the Lord until I went all in. And once I had tasted of his mercy, his forgiveness, his washing, yeah. his peace, his joy, it was like, you know, it, what does it profit a man if he gains yeah. the whole world but loses his soul? It was like, I've gained everything. It's like I, I'm so full. Yeah. I've, I have it all. And um, I just began to get in the Word, got in the Word, and the Word um, really sustained me, protected me, guided me. Your, the Scripture says, your Word is a lamp unto my feet. Um, and uh, there's Scriptures that just, like, really pierced my heart as I just dove into the Word. Like, um, I've set the Lord always before me because He's at my right hand. I will not be shaken. Yep. And so actually something I guess I could tag on is I really found that I wasn't alone. Come mm-hmm. on. You know? Yeah. Because yeah. I have the Lord. He's at my right hand and I'm not shaken. That's and, huge, man. And so, it's like loneliness is like one of those c- catalysts though. It's like we experience a little bit, enough sadness, enough loneliness where we're just like, forget this. Yeah. I'm going to go to... I'm going to respond to this invite and yeah. go hang with these friends or go to this party. Yeah. But really it's like, mm. it's like we've not reached for God. We've not set the Lord before us yeah. to find that we're actually not alone. Yeah. Right. And I feel like he allows that also the flip side of like a catalyst to propel you closer to him yeah. where you find your pla- yourself in a place of desperation of like, I actually can't do it without you because you know, everything, everyone else has kind of betrayed me or turned their back or like, isn't meeting me here. But like, so you have to, your word says you will, you gotta, you know, yeah. and you get to learn that for yourself. And I think what's cool is you kind of walked through like three different practical tools. You had someone to look up to like a leader or a mentor. And I feel like yeah. that's another key I was thinking of while we were talking of like going all in is like someone who can help teach you what yeah. they know. Yeah. And yeah. like, we don't know everything once we're older, but like we know a little bit more than before to help you learn it earlier than we had to. Yeah. Huge. And then, um, you had your time to grow your foundation with the Lord, which was alone. Like Mm -hmm. you had to get footing with the Lord on your own and then you had someone to run with. And then now more and more people to run with who are like, they have the same footing. They have mentorship. They like, they have gone all in. And I feel like those three are like so key working all together. Totally. And I, I think that the, that the most foundational was the alone Mm. because I actually found to have a relationship with God in a really deep way. And it was, it was, um, I remember I'd, I'd go to like worship nights with our church and sometimes it was just literally just me in the room. And it, I was so satisfied to be there for hours. Like, like it's just me and you God load. If it was just me and you, we could do this. Like it was like, this is awesome. I think the parting, one parting thought for me at least is on the loneliness front. We didn't, we didn't really plan on unpacking loneliness, but like God's on that, you know, is when you are under a loneliness type heaviness, you know, and sad, like take note of the behaviors that you're doing that like exploit or like balloon the loneliness. Mm -hmm. So like if you're under that and then you just start, you hop on social media and start scrolling for (laughs) an hour. Like yeah. if that increased your sense of loneliness or despair, like I don't have any friends, everyone else is hanging out together, but not me, man, get off the gram, get off, <laughs> yeah. get totally. off the socials for a minute. Like, Absolutely. Yes. 
the enemy will use that moment to exploit your weakness and your vulnerability. Yeah. And then to, to bait you into yeah. going down a path that you know you're not made to go down. Yeah. Right. Um, but instead, follow the Lord. And yeah. so maybe we end with Psalm 16. You quoted it, brother. Yeah, yeah. I, David said, I have set the Lord always before me because yeah. he's at my right hand. I shall not be greatly moved. Amen. So good. Yes. So good. Boom.